Good day to you. I am Father Jerome, a solution of Don Bosco. Let's pray the prayer of the church. Let's pray the office of readings today. Today is Friday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time. It is also the memorial of St. Ignatius of Loyola, priest and founder of the Jesuits. Let us pray. Invitatory Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the chief shepherd of the flock. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is you who set it on the seas, under waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. You shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him, seek the face of the God of Jacob. Who gates lift higher heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift higher heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the chief shepherd of the flock. Him. In ancient times, God spoke to us through prophets and in varied ways, but now He speaks through Christ His Son, His radiance for eternal days. To God the Father of the world, His Son through whom He made all things, and Holy Spirit, bond of love, all glad creation, glory sings. Psalm 34 O Lord, Arise to help me. O Lord, plead my cause against my foes. Fight those who fight me. Take up your buckler and shield. Arise to help me. O Lord, say to my soul, I am your salvation. But my soul shall be joyful in the Lord and rejoice in his salvation. My whole being will say, Lord, who is like you, who rescued the weak from the strong and the poor from the oppressor? Lying witnesses arise and accuse me unjustly. They repay me evil for good. My soul is forlorn. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O Lord, arise to help me. Lord, plead my cause. Defend me with your strength. When they were sick, I went into mourning, afflicted with fasting. My prayer was ever on my lips, as for a brother, a friend. I went as though mourning a mother, bowed down with grief. Now that I am in trouble, they gather, they gather and mock me. They take me by surprise and strike me, and tear me to pieces. They provoke me with mockery on mockery, and gnash their teeth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Lord, plead my cause, defend me with your strength. My tongue shall speak of your justice all day long. O Lord, how long will you look on? Come to my rescue, save my life from these raging beasts, my soul from these lions. I will thank you in the great assembly. Amid the throng I will praise you. Do not let my lying foes rejoice over me. Do not let those who hate me unjustly wink eyes at each other. O Lord, you have seen. Do not be silent. Do not stand far off. Awake, stir to my defense, to my cause, O God. Let there be joy for those who love my cause. Let them say without end, Great is the Lord who delights in the peace of his servant. Then my tongue shall speak of your justice all day long of your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My tongue shall speak of your justice all day long. Some prayer. Lord, you rescue the poor from their oppressors, and you rose to the aid of your beloved Son against those who unjustly sought his life. Look on your church as we journey to you, that the poor and weak may recognize the help you provide and proclaim your saving acts. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will speak to them in my name. First reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. If I am to boast, then let me boast of my own feebleness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, bless him forever, knows that I am not lying. When I was in Damascus, the ethnarch of King Aretas put guards around the city to catch me, and I had to be let down over the wall in a humper through a window in order to escape. Must I go on boasting, though there is nothing to be gained by it? But I will move on to the visions and revelations have had, I have had from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up, whether still in the body or out of the body, I don't know. God knows. Right into the third heaven. I do know, however, that this same person, whether in body or out of the body, I didn't know, God knows was caught up into paradise and heard things which must not and cannot be put into human language. I will boast about a man like that, but not about anything of my own except my weaknesses. If I should decide to boast, I should not be made to look foolish, because I should only be speaking the truth. But I am not going to, in case anyone should begin to think I am better than he can actually see and hear me, to be. In view of the extraordinary nature of these revelations, to stop me from getting too proud, I was given a thorn in the flesh, an angel of Satan to beat me and stop me from getting too proud about this thing. I have pleaded with the Lord three times for it to leave me, but he has said, my grace is enough for you. My power is at best in weakness. So I shall be very happy to make my weaknesses my special boast, so that the power of Christ may stay over me. 
and that is why I am quite content with my weaknesses and with insults, hardships, persecutions, and the agonies I go through for Christ's sake. For it is when I am weak that I am strong. I have been talking like a fool, but you forced me to do it. You are the ones who should have been commending me. Though I am a nobody, there is not a thing these archapostles have that I do not have as well. You have seen done among you all the things that mark a true apostle, unfailingly produced the signs, the marvels, the miracles. Is there anything of which you have less you have had less than the other churches have had, except that I have not myself been a burden on you? For this unfairness, please forgive me. Responsory I will gladly boast of my weaknesses so that I may feel the protection of God's power over me. For his power is strongest when we are weak. We have a spiritual treasure hidden in earthenware vessels to show that the supreme power belongs to God and not to us. For his power is strongest when we are weak. Second reading from the Acts of St. Ignatius in his own words, taken down by Luis Gonzalez. Ignatius was passionately fond of reading worldly books of fiction and tales of knight-errantry. When he felt he was getting better, he asked for some of these books to pass the time, but no book of that sort could be found in the house. Instead, they gave him a life of Christ and a collection of the lives of saints written in Spanish. By constantly reading these books, he began to be attracted to what he found narrated there. Sometimes in the midst of his reading, he would reflect on what he had read. Yet at other times, he would dwell on many of the things which he had been accustomed to dwell on previously. But at this point, our Lord came to his assistance, ensuring that these thoughts were followed by others which arose from his current reading. While reading the life of Christ, our Lord, or the lives of the saints, he would reflect and reason with himself. What if I should what if I should do what Saint Francis or Saint Dominic did? In this way he let his mind dwell on many thoughts. They lasted a while until other things took their place. Then those vain and worldly images would come into his mind and remain a long time. This sequence of thoughts persisted with him for a long time. But there was a difference. When Ignatius reflected on worthy thoughts, he felt intense pleasure. But when he gave them up out of weariness, he felt dry and depressed. Yet when he thought of living the rigorous sort of life he knew the saints had lived, he not only experienced pleasure when he actually thought about it, but even after he dismissed these thoughts, he still experienced great joy. Yet he did not pay attention to this, nor did he appreciate it until one day. In a moment of insight, he began to marvel at the difference. Then he understood his experience. Thoughts of one kind left him sad, the others full of joy. 
and this was the first time he applied a process of reasoning to his religious experience. Later on, when he began to formulate his spiritual exercises, he used this experience as an illustration to explain the doctrine he taught his disciples on the discernment of spirits. Responsory Whoever preaches must preach God's words. Whoever serves must serve with the strength that God gives him, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Above everything, love one another sincerely, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Concluding Prayer Let us pray. Lord God, you raised up St. Ignatius Loyola in your church to give greater glory to your name. Grant that, aided by his prayers, we may fight against all that is evil on earth, and with him receive the crown of victory in heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you for joining me in praying the Office of Readings today. Let us pray again tomorrow. If this helped you in any way, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. If you are my brother, priest or deacon, I hope I have accompanied you well in prayer today. That's all for now. Stay safe, stay at home. God bless. Merry help of Christians. Pray for us. St. Ignatius of Loyola. Pray for us.